You're listening to Save Coastal Wildlife. Welcome to the yeah. podcast. Hello, everybody. We're talking about snowy owls. Hooray! Several sightings of snowy owls along the Jersey Shore. I don't want to give out the places they've been seen because once you get about a location where a snowy owl has been seen, there are like billions of people that show up with cameras that all yeah. want to take like a selfie or a close-up picture of a snowy owl. Read my lips. No. Was, yeah, but. I mean, I know you've sent me a picture of a location where there was just massive amounts of people trying to find a snowy owl. Oh, no. What is the attraction of seeing a snowy owl? Well, first of all, I think you just don't see owls during the day very much, you know? I mean, are there other owls that are out during the day? You could see, um, yeah. I mean, you could you could see uh, great horned owls and screech owls during the day. I've taken pictures of those owls during the day. They might not be as active as a snowy owl. I think it has something to do with the movie Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh. Because wasn't what there was a snowy owl in that yeah, movie? Yeah. What was his name? Harry Potter. Oh, it was Hedwig. I am a nerd. Rock on. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's why people want to see snowy owls. They want to take a picture, show it to their friends and family. Hey, I saw a snowy owl just like in the movie Harry Potter. Harry Potter! Because I don't remember as a kid uh, massive amounts of people going out looking for snowy owls. I mean, there's always been an attraction of snowy owls, but I think it's been more so ever since the movie Harry Potter came out. Harry Potter! It's like now people... um, are not respecting these poor little animals. You gotta remember these these owls are mostly juveniles. They have flown over a thousand miles to get here because why why are snowy owls coming to New Jersey? They don't come every year. 
But why do snowy owls come to New Jersey? Oh, why? So generally during the um, in the in the summertime when the adult snowy owls give birth to their young, it really depends on how much food is around. is is dependent on how many young will survive to adulthood. So if there is lots of food um, for snowy owls, most of the juveniles, if not all the juveniles, will survive. So, you know, you could have five or ten juveniles in one nest all surviving and becoming adults, and then, you know, they've got to find their own little territory to find food, which they compete with the adults. It's not always easy to do, so the juveniles come south. This is why we, most of the time, I would say 95, 99% of the time, uh, if not 100% of the time, we always see uh, juvenile snowy owls Wow. Along the Jersey Shore, we never—I I don't think I've ever seen an adult male snowy owl along the Jersey Shore. How do you Shore. know the? How do you know the difference? So the adult male is pure white, like in that movie uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Where the females and especially the juveniles, they have those dark bands on their feathers. Wonderful. So it's always juveniles. So they come down here. They're tired. They're exhausted. Um, and they just want to rest and feed. And then you have these pesky people going out and trying to get a selfie and a picture. I remember there was one time there was a snowy owl. Again, I don't want to mention the park, um, but it's it's a pretty big park along the Jersey Shore. And there was a snowy owl located. And sure enough, there was a, a large group of people. Most of the people were pretty cool taking pictures and stuff. But there was one person who just with the cell phone just wanted to get really, really close. And people started yelling at this person. Hey, what are you oh. doing? You know, you're going to scare away the owl and going to ruin it for everybody. And she was like, I just want to take a picture. I want to take a picture. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I had a fight with somebody on social media about it because when this particular park that posted exactly where the snowy owl was, I just said, I hope people respect its space and that it doesn't, you know, crowded and, and, and some guy said oh so people aren't allowed to enjoy it and you know he got all you're so and he called me selfish uh. he didn't call me a karen which you know, i have been <laughs> called when i've also talked to people about birds and getting too near them um but yeah he said i was selfish because i should why shouldn't these people be allowed to enjoy this bird close up read my lips no oh i'm sorry I mean, can I go to his house and just hang out in his front yard? Right. You know, stare I mean, at you. yeah, stare at him. Oh, no. You want to enjoy the sight of a snowy owl. That's great. But just do it from a distance. Put a nice pair of binoculars. Yeah, just get a nice pair of binoculars. Eight by 42 binoculars. That'll do you nice. Or get a little spotting scope. You know, ask Santa this Christmas for a nice spotting scope. And you can see all the wildlife you want up close. But you don't have to yep. be up close. You can be far away. So, yeah, you're not being selfish. You should have called him a lemming. I should have. <laughs> but so if people don't realize this, lemmings are the favorite food for snowy owls, especially they're the favorite food up north in the Arctic. So snowy owls live up in the Arctic uh, for most of their life. Um, and what do they eat up there? They love to eat lemmings, lemmings. Now, lemmings are like this small little rodent type of animal. Wow. And uh, there's been lots of myths and legends about lemmings unto themselves. 
one myth is that they what they like to jump off cliffs and kill themselves, which is not true. They're actually yeah, they pretty smart. Each other. Yeah, they're actually pretty yeah. smart animals. Um, they're active all year round, um, but um, and they're actually kind of cute, I think. But uh, oh, yeah. they're, they're they taste lemony. <laughs> is that why they call them that? <laughs> they must taste delicious, right? Groovy. No, but wasn't there a comedy group called the Lemmings as well too? There was a band called the Lemmings. Was there? A Dutch glam rock band in mm. the seventies. That's, yeah, that's cool. Wonderful. Or, oh yeah, you're right. It was it was a group that like um, Belushi and Chevy Chase came out of. Yeah. Seventies. The Lemmings. Christopher Guest, like the uh, you know a lot of those people who do like all the Christopher Guest things like Best in Show and that kind of and all that stuff. Yeah, a lot of famous people came. Out. Wonderful. If somebody calls you a lemming. What does it mean? It means you're like a you follow blindly and you don't have a mind of your own, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's a police song. Uh, what police song is it? Um, Synchronicity. The lyrics are people who like live in these like suburban, you know, little areas and they all do the same thing. He says they're packed like lemmings into shiny metal boxes. Contestants in a suicidal race. Ah, that's right. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Groovy. So, you know, snowy owls, they're beautiful animals, no doubt about it. They're large birds. It's the heaviest bird. They weigh about four pounds. And so it's the heaviest of all owls in North America. And they like to... Is it because of the cold? Like they have like layers of... Yeah. They, they wear layers. Cat. Yeah, they yeah, have layers. They yeah, layer up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have nylon leggings yeah. underneath. Yeah, like yeah, like a like a fleece. Yeah, little fleece. Yeah, little fleece vest. Sure. Yeah, uh-huh. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> they were in the layers to keep warm. <laughs> absolutely. Wow. And also, snowy owls tend to be out in the open where it's windy, as well too. There's a little bit of a wind chill going on there. So with all those layers, um, it really keeps them warm from the cold and the wind chill. This is why you don't see snowy owls perched in trees. I remember another time uh, somebody asked me, I was in, uh, in a maritime forest going bird watching, and somebody said, oh, you're looking for snowy owls. I'm like, no, uh, snowy owls can really only be found on the beach or in open areas, like in a farmland or something like that. Hmm. But they're not, you're not going to find one perched in a tree. They've got those cute boots, too. Like yeah, their little furry legs. They do have. They have furry legs. There are, you know, yeah. feathers on their legs. Yeah, which is kind of yeah. unusual. A lot of birds don't. But these guys do. The snowy owls do. Super cute. It is super cute. You're right. Wonderful. And then you know they're global animals too. So you could find them like in Europe. You could find them in Norway and Sweden. Um, you could find them in Russia. Wonderful. What do they eat when they're down here? Since there's no lemmings. Voles. Mice, small birds, and water birds as well, too. And somebody mentioned to me, uh, I remember uh, somebody said they saw um, a snowy owl eating a gull one time. Wow. Fantastic. But I think they also eat, like, rabbits as well, too, because I think they eat rabbits up in the Arctic, like hares, Uh Arctic hares. And so, you know, why are snowy owls hanging out in these open areas? Why don't they hang out in trees? Because up in the Arctic, there are no trees. They like to hang out in the tundra. And the tundra doesn't have any trees. Fantastic. 
football grasslands. So, um, that makes sense. Yeah, so when they're going to, looking for a place to hang out, open areas like beaches, farmland, airports, it reminds them of their home up in the Arctic, the tundra. Groovy. So I'm, I'm looking up here, so I just want to confirm that the female lays five to eight eggs at a time. So every year, one single female will lay five to eight eggs. But that doesn't mean that every year those, all those eggs are going to survive because sometimes there's just not enough food. There's not enough lemmings to go around. And so now with global warming, you know, the atmosphere is warming up, the environment's warming up in the Arctic, there's more lemmings. Groovy. It takes two or three years for a, a young snowy owl to become an adult. I think it's only uh, it's until their third year they become an adult. So, you know, you're going to have all these young snowy owls up in the Arctic competing with territory and food with the adults. And those adult males are very territorial. They don't like to share their territory with other, um, other snowy owls, even their own young. So they're going to kick them out. And so where are these snowy owls going to go? They're going to go farther south. No way. So, you know, and then they come down here and then it's like, whoa, it's like, what's going on here? People are taking pictures and people are getting crazy. They're getting close. So it's nuts. And so how, here's a good question for you. How long does a snowy owl live to? Oh, I don't know. It seems like their lives aren't that easy. So mm. I guess they're not. They don't have super long lives. No, they don't. Only about 10 years. Oh. Yeah, only about 10 years. They can live up to 35 years in captivity, though. Oh. But, yeah, I would imagine just the migration, the, yeah, the food supply and things like that um, would make it a hard life to be a snowy owl. It's true. It's got to be an extreme life because, um, like, a bald eagle or an osprey, can live like 20 years or 25 years. So and even a, a great horned owl can live like 20 years in the wild. Um, when a snowy owl can only live like nine or 10 years in the wild, it's gotta be a really harsh life, a really tough life. Oh no. And they're so pretty though. But they're tough. Did you know that female owls are able to scare away wolves and foxes from the nest? They're able to fight them. Even sometimes polar bears. Polar bears will try to come and, you know, eat the young. But those females will dive bomb on those polar bears and foxes and wolves and scare them away. Wow. They're tough birds. Fantastic. One thing that's really cool about snowy owls is they have those really beautiful sort of acid yellow eyes. Really beautiful eyes on snowy owls. And those... Those yellow eyes, those bright yellow eyes provide excellent eyesight for hunting, you know, when it's dusk or dawn. Um, because, you know, up in, up in the Arctic, it's, it's the midnight sun. So when they're born, it's daylight 24 hours. Oh. But then um, in the wintertime, it's dark for 24 hours. Right. So they have excellent eyesight to hunt during the day and night. Um, but their hearing is so acute, they could actually hunt rodents tundling under the snow. So not only do they have good eyesight, but their hearing is really, really good as well, too. Wow. So they don't even need to see their prey to find it. They could just listen for it. Hooray! So are they crepuscular? Ooh, it's a fancy word. 
<laughs> one of my favorites. Ooh, I just looked that up on the internet. No, I always knew it. How do you say I that learned. word? Is it crepuscular? Crepuscular. It sounds like or something like gross on my skin or something. Pus. It's animals that hunt at dusk and dawn or come a lot like, you know, dogs are and deer, rabbits. Yeah, they are alert at dusk mm, Quite a few animals are actually. It's one of the best times to go bird watching is between dusk or uh, at dusk and dawn. Absolutely, um, one of the best times to get get pictures of wildlife is around dusk and dawn. Groovy. Um, so snowy owls. I uh, see again because in the wild they're up in the Arctic, and so you have like either 24 hours of daylight or 24 hours of nighttime. Yeah. So I don't know. It's that's a good question. I mean, certainly here uh, along the Jersey Shore in the wintertime, they're most active. At least I've seen them most active at dusk and dawn. Of course, you know, at nighttime, it's hard to find snowy owls or any animal. Right. Um, and then the daytime, I just see them hanging out and resting. Fantastic. Here's some more information about lemmings. Lemmings are small rodents usually found in or near the Arctic. They generally have long, soft fur and very short tails. They are herbivores, feeding mostly on leaves and grasses, and they don't hibernate. They are active all winter long. An adult, an adult snowy owl may eat more than 1,600 lemmings a year or three to five every day. Wow, no wonder there's none left. Yeah, there's got to be lots of lemmings up there to survive all those animals. Fantastic. And so snowy owls mainly eat small mammals, particularly lemmings, which at times on the tundra may be all there are for the birds to eat. Snowy owls also are one of the most agile owls able to catch small birds on the fly. On both of their breeding and wintering grounds, their diet can range widely to include rodents, rabbits, hares, squirrels, weasels, wading birds, seabirds, ducks, grebes, geese, and sometimes even fish. Wow. Yeah. And so by, by summertime, those young snowy owls... They're on their own. Really, by August, they're on their own. So the, the, the adults kick them out. They're on their own for the next two or three years just to find food. And so it's a tough life. That's probably, to me, I would think that's the toughest part of being a snowy owl. You're on your own for, like, two years. And then what happens? You wind up in New Jersey, and you have all these crazy people taking pictures and doing crazy things and giving you a hard time. You can't even relax or enjoy the, the yourself because you have all these crazy people doing crazy things. Yeah. Stressful. It's a very stressful life. Read my lips. No. Do they like mate for life like other birds do? So when snowy owls have a partner, they, uh, they generally form a territory. And so when they have their territory, they could stay there and, and hunt for food up there. Um, that doesn't mean they stay together all year long, uh, but generally, uh, once they have their territory, the male and female will stay in that territory. And that doesn't mean they nest in the same location. Uh, birds, a lot of birds, often don't make the same nest in the same location. They'll make it in different locations to make sure that predators don't get used to where the nest is. So they'll jump around and make nests in different locations to confuse predators. 
yeah, that makes sense. Wonderful. So there is a difference between males and females. They do look different. Uh, again, males are pretty much all white. So if you remember that movie of Harry Potter, The Owl there, that was a male, adult male, was all white. But females have sort of like black bars on their skin, and so do juveniles as well. Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between um, female adult snowy owls and juvenile snowy owls um, because they look somewhat the same. Wonderful. It is a rare sight to see snowy owls in New Jersey, though because of global warming and because of more lemmings up in the Arctic, it is getting more common to see snowy owls. I would say just about every year, not every year, but just about every year, there is at least one sighting of a snowy owl in New Jersey or at least in the uh, metropolitan area of New York and New Jersey, um, which is rare because, again, I remember when I was a kid, very rarely were there ever snowy owls. It was extremely rare. Like, you know, I mean, people would tell you like once in a lifetime you would see a snowy owl. And now all of a sudden there are snowy owls popping up all over. Maybe it's because of the internet and it's easy to spread the word around. Maybe that's part of it as well, too. Yeah, that's true. The Instagram nation. Yeah, because, you know, snowy owls, there was no internet or any of that stuff when I was a kid. So, you know, you'd get like a newsletter from Audubon and by that time, you know, by the time you got the newsletter, the snowy owls were gone. Read my lips. No. To me, it seems like there's more snowy owls showing up than ever before along the Jersey Shore. Um, and, and, you know, that could be kind of cool because it is neat seeing a snowy owl. And we don't want to, like, say, hey, don't go out and see snowy owls. All we want you to do is just respect the poor animal and just stay at distance. And that's true for all wildlife. Whenever you're seeing seals or dolphins or whales or snowy owls or great horned owls or any type of animal, any type of wildlife, just keep a distance. Oh, I'm sorry. We're just to invest in binoculars and a spotting scope and a good camera and, you know, enjoy yourself and take pictures of wildlife, but just don't get close. Once you're seeing animals looking directly at you, it is a good sign you need to back off and just uh, move further away. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I think our snowy owls come from, like, northern Montreal, that area. Um, and they fly down here. Though occasionally, somebody told me, occasionally we might get snowy owls coming from Greenland coming here. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Never know. Um, There's still a lot of mystery. We don't really have a good idea of the population of snowy owls up in the Arctic because it is the Arctic. It is huge. It's a huge area. And we've never really done a good population study of snowy owls. So even though, you know, we think the population is doing really well or at least moderately well because we see juveniles coming down here on a regular basis now, we never really, I don't, I have never seen a good population study of snowy owls uh, because uh, they nest uh, in such faraway places and and each snowy owl has a large territory. Um, And so it's not like they all roost together or nest together. Uh, you might have one snowy owl in one location, and then uh, thousands of miles away, you might have another snowy owl, or, you know, and then 100,000 miles, you might have a snow, another snowy owl. So it's very hard and difficult to get a good population count of snowy owls. So we don't know really how the population is doing. Uh, we don't know exactly where they're going or where they're coming from. Uh, we're starting to get bits and pieces of information because we're putting satellite tags on the juveniles. Um, so we're starting to get a little bit of information, 
um, but it's it's long and hard, and uh, so we don't really know where, you know, when I, when we see snowy owl, where exactly is it coming from? I think most of it comes from Montreal, but again, I could be wrong. Fantastic. I was just reading about um, tracking puffins yesterday, actually, and how they're just recently finding out where puffins go all the time. So yeah. It's not very an easy thing to do. Well, I think you saw puffins when you were in Iceland, right? Yes, I did. It was the best thing ever. And, um, you know, those tiny little adorable birds spend their entire winter, deep, like, far, far out on the water in the ocean. Mm-hmm. 200 miles out into the ocean. Wow. Like the worst parts of the coldest ocean. Like hanging out on the water all day. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Wow. Okay, so just a couple of quick facts. So snowy owls, you know, they're fast flyers. They can fly, they can fly 55 miles per hour. Did you know that? Wow. Yeah, they're pretty fast. And then uh, every once in a while, we get these really large outbreaks of snowy owls. So, like, in 2004, uh, we had, like, two dozen snowy owls in New Jersey at one point in time. That was a lot. It was two dozen in 2014. Um, So that's a lot. A lot of lemmings going on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was the highest number since 1926. Wow. In fact, there were so many snowy owls all over. They could be seen down in Florida and Bermuda. Wow. So conventional thinking is that owls, these young owls, are starved for food. Um, and so they're looking for places for food. And so they're going to go farther south. Um, and so that's how they can get down here to New Jersey. That's how they get down to Maryland and, you know, Florida and stuff like this. It depends on, you know, food sources. But also, too... Another thinking is that, um, you know, you have these large outbreaks of lemmings, which means more food for the adults and consequently more young as well, too. So it right. all depends really on food. As, as the old story goes for people, it really depends about money. But for wildlife, it really depends about food. So when you have lots of food, you know, wildlife is going to be happy. But when things are tough, when it's hard to get food... You know, that's when things, that's when animals really get stressed out. Oh, no. So one last thing. I'm not going to tell you where to see snowy owls in in Long, New Jersey, but how do you identify snowy owls? So if you wanted to go out tomorrow and look for snowy owls, what are some things you're going to look for? Um, Open, windy space. Yeah, good. That's really good. Yeah, so you want to go to an open place. Again, you're not going to find snowy owls in a forest. So go to a beach go to a farm field, go to an airport and look for snowy <laughs> owls there maybe. Uh, but also one of the, here's, here's an old trick that an, an old time birder told me that is really, really true. You want to look for large, something that looks like a large plastic bag on the beach. White, white <laughs> plastic bag. So look around for all those white plastic bags on the beaches. Could be a snowy owl. And I tell you, you think I'm crazy. But that's, that's the first thing I look for whenever I go to, like, a, a large open area looking for snowy owls during the wintertime. I'm like, all right, where are the large plastic bags, white plastic bags? Yeah. And I, but I, if it is a white plastic bag, please pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So pick it up. And then, you know, you get rid of those large white plastic bags. And the next time you see a white plastic bag, it's going to be a snowy owl. Fantastic. You want to look for snow buntings. 
snow bunnings, which are these really cute small birds. Um, they hang up in they hang up in the Arctic as well too, up in the tundra with snowy owls. They come down here in New Jersey looking for food as well, and so they tend to hang out almost together with snowy owls. So whenever you see large flocks of snow bunnings. I would say maybe there's mm, 20, 30% chance that there's going to be a snowy owl nearby. Maybe even 40 or 50%. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Save Coastal Wildlife, the podcast. We hope you learned something about wildlife and snowy owls. And if you did, please share that bit of information with family and friends because that's what education is all about. And I want to yeah. thank my good friend, Jen, for being my partner tonight for the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And I also want to thank Lise Farnsworth for providing much of the music you hear in the background during this podcast, including our world-famous theme song. And if you want to help us save coastal wildlife, please visit our website at www.savecoastalwildlife.org. That's www.savecoastalwildlife.org. And sign up to get our free email newsletter, which provides really great information on ways to volunteer and support Save Coastal Wildlife nonprofit. And until next time, this is Joe Reynolds from Save Coastal Wildlife. Please be kind to all wild animals, respect their life, and give them space to be always happy and healthy. And now, here's your sing-along. Bye, everybody. swim by look at all the birds up in the sky Saint in the bay what will we find today we gotta save coastal wildlife where the horseshoe crabs and the osprey play save coastal wildlife on the shores and in the bay Won't come anymore Protect and preserve